0: What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is a little bit after high noon on a Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Between the two of us, we have got a decade of NFL experience, a couple good heads of hair, and, you know, some new studio issues as always. Arthur Motes, you know who Rodney Dangerfield is?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I do. Feel like Rodney Dangerfield up in here. I, I can understand it, man. But we're gonna I- I keep rolling. I respect you though. I respect you.
0: We're gonna keep rolling because we, you know, we keep our emotions off the internet. Arthur Motes. No, we don't. <laughs> Buddy, we have got plenty to get into of all days for us to be a little bit late getting here on the air. Of course it's the day that is jam-packed. We've got to react to the and I gotta turn my I'm screaming and yelling. I turn my microphone down a little bit here. <laughs> We've got to react to what was just one of the craziest weekends in a long time in the National Football League. We've got to react to the news that yes, it is official. Keith Butler uh, has retired as the Steelers defensive coordinator, and the Steelers will have to hire or promote a defensive coordinator. And uh, about what uh, 15 20 minutes from now, we're gonna talk to our buddy Chris Carter here on the show as well. But Arthur Moats, I think we would. Be remiss. All due respect to everything that transpired, you know, as it relates to the Steelers coaching staff. We, I don't want to pigeonhole the Keith Butler and defensive uh, coordinator conversation here into a short segment. And we do have to get out of here, you know, on time so we can get to our buddy Chris Carter. Arthur Motes, am I being hyperbolic to say that uh, this past weekend, and particularly Sunday, it could have been the best weekend of playoff football in NFL history? Is 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 that too hyperbolic? Now that you've had a little time to marinate on it?
1: Well, it always seems hyperbolic when people throw those big statements it out. It absolutely but does. That is what people do. So. Yeah, I mean, for me, I wouldn't say that just because I haven't went back and thought about it to that extent. But I did like it, though, man. It was an amazing week. And when you talk about the division round playoff games, and especially in contrast to how the wild card
0: playoff games were. Start contrast.
1: Holy cow. I mean, last week we were in here talking about, man, maybe they need to cut the field back down a little bit, man. These games are too watered down. But then you get this week, and, I mean, every single game, Every single game went down to the wire. Came Every the single last, was game won on the last play. Yeah. had storylines. Every single game had surprise elements of it, people living up to expectations, overachievement, some underachieving as well. But as a whole, I mean, it was phenomenal. It was definitely phenomenal. Like I said, I, I don't put it on the, oh, it was the best ever, just because I'm sure if I ever went back and looked in and stuff like that. You could find some really good Right, weekends. right. We could make a case for it. But I'm just like, man, in the moment right now, I absolutely loved it, man. Let's go with best in recent memory. How about it's the best of twenty
0: twenty two? Best all year. That's fair, wasn't C- can, it, we, can we go there? Wasn't exactly a tall order to match you it. Know? But 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 that's fair. That that is uh, that's it, certainly fair.
1: It did have competition at
0: least. <laughs> Arthur Moats, buddy, I think topic number one today, and I'm interested to get your take on it. Wait, real quick, by the way. Yeah, what's up, man? How are you feeling this morning?
1: Well, uh honestly. Yeah, I'm not in the best of moods, (laughs) but I am professional and I have reverted back to my football time where I have to, you know, put my emotions at the door and what's important now, when, you know, so I am here. I am in this moment. I am in this studio and that is all I am focused on.
0: Ah, you know, there were some accusations thrown around on the show last week Mm -hmm. that one of us wasn't that big of a Steelers fan. Hey. I've never uh, I, only, only one of us has heard about his team losing yesterday. I'm just saying. Well, only one
1: of us was a part of two organizations for four years. <laughs>
0: that, that, that's well, the three
1: organizations total, but yeah, yeah but for, that, for four that, years. But think about like, That's the equivalent of like you, you went College. to W for four years. Well, hold on. And then on. you go to like JV for four years. Hold on. <laughs> it's like, oh, I went to both schools. <laughs> yeah. I love both schools. Shame on you for thinking I
0: graduated in four years, buddy. Oh, my man, I'm, sorry. Right. I'm, sorry, I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. My bad. <laughs> hey, got it. So, so you might have had an extra year there. All right, cool. But for me, I laugh because I say literally high school, JMU, Bill, yeah, Steelers. Yeah, it's yeah. where. Yeah. So I was like, I, I don't feel like more biased or least about either because it's like I still have a lot of connections, both I mean, not even organization, but just like in the community sure, and stuff like sure. that as well. So you of course, you know, it hits a little bit different. That's why even last week I joked about it. I was like, you know, I'm hurt. I'm pissed. But I, I was hedged because, you know, for I had two fifty 50-pointers when I was on the receiving end <laughs> and when I was on the giving end. So it was kind of hard for me to be all the way down or all the way high. Sure, sure. Whereas now it's like, okay, all, all of my dogs are out this race now. Even even my last little dog, my, my West Coast dog, is out the race too now. Mm. So, yeah. All Our, season is officially here for Arthur Motes.
0: Motes, we got, a, we got about 10 minutes. <laughs> my off season. It's, it's basketball season. Nah, how about those Lakers, huh? Yeah. Russell Westbrook. I mean, geez.
1: Man, I was over here looking at the Mountaineers like, bro, I mean, come on, man.
0: Oh, we're struggling, too, but we'll, look, look. we'll get to that later in the week. Yeah, all right? It's all when it's we do all When up. we do our five-minute free play later in the week, we'll get to that. Uh, we got about 10 minutes before we have to get to break and get to our buddy Chris Carter. The topic that is burning up national football conversation today. Uh, I don't care if you turn on the NFL Network, you turn on ESPN, Fox Sports, NBC Sports doesn't exist anymore. Wherever you get your sports content, Mad Dog Sports Radio, the Pat McAfee Show, wherever you're going, they're talking about overtime in the NFL, Arthur Motes. And I, since last night, right, literally before bed last night, I told my wife, I said, I can't wait. I I said, I'm so jacked to do the show of Motesy tomorrow Mm -hmm. to ask for his take on overtime. Arthur Motes... Everybody wants to fix. Everybody wants to change. Everybody wants to overhaul NFL overtime this morning because it was unfair what happened to Josh Allen and the Bills last night as the half of this show that has a decade of NFL experience and is, yes, rightfully so, I might add. I got your back on this one. Emotionally hey. invested in the Buffalo Bills. There it is. Uh, give me your thoughts on that. Where, where, is, where, where is your headspace at in regards to that debate that is, again, lighting up all the football conversation today?
1: Stove reaction. Oh, see, I love you. I, I knew yeah. it. I knew it. There's 13 seconds left in the game. You got to go for it, 40, 50 yards. You got to stop. No one wears about right over time. You get the ball for I mean, Kansas City gets the ball in overtime. Okay, your defense, which we had talked about multiple times. Hey, number one rated defense on third down. Number one rated defense against this. Top defense against that. Well, those are the moments for them to take advantage of it. No different than when we would see one of these offenses punt yesterday. It didn't happen a lot, but (laughs) it did happen on multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. That's the defense doing their job. So, for me, man, I never – you know, fall into that trap of, oh, man, it's overtime rules. Everybody should get a chance to get the ball in there. It's like, man, no. Nah. We're all paid to do our things. If that's the case, then we're going to be minimizing special teams, and I'm sure Green Bay will be hollering, hey, man, if we took special teams out, we would have won too. Like, no. That's the reason it's three phases to a game. That's the reason why you have to construct your roster, coaching and personnel-wise, and make sure that you spend equal amounts of time. As you saw in that game also, the big play that really shifted momentum a little bit more, Tyree kill punt return almost took it to the house. Those are some of the things that, you know, I look at and I point to, and I say, no, you don't need to change these rules. I mean, could you make an, a, an adjustment to them? Sure, but don't make them solely with the thought process of, oh, this wasn't fair because Josh Allen didn't get a chance to get the rock. Nah, I don't care about that. Man, you got the ball with 13 seconds left, but you're supposed to get a stop, period. End of discussion. I mean, you could talk about the kickoff element as well mm-hmm. once again. Like Should I said, it's, squibbed it. Yep. Right. Yep. it's multiple decisions that go into – you know where we're at right now, but I'm never one of those guys. And I mean, we, we talked about this numerous times, but I'm never one of those guys that, you know, feel like oh, because my guy, because my team wasn't on the 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 benefiting right. end of it. And, and no different. We talked about that Saints was it four years ago now? The
0: pass interference. Absolutely. Yep. And it's like oh man,
1: oh if that call has changed here, and this it's like no man, they still had opportunity. And then you think about Patrick Mahomes, he was on the other side of this. His first go around versus Patriots. He didn't get that opportunity. It happens. But at the end of the day, your defense has to make a play. Your special teams unit has to make a play. And that's why you play the game. And that's why I love it, man. I mean, dude, even with these endings, they're so awesome because of how these games are ending in so many different ways. And it high-
0: <laughs> If Hold on. If you're still listening along, oh. we got some issues in our studio. Hold on one second. Give us a minute here.
1: But it's a young white.
2: This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
0: Oh, well, how about that uh, long commercial break we just had there, huh? I heard from a lot of Steelers legends during that loop there, Arthur Motes. Well, I told you, I'm still uh,
1: recovering. Now that the offseason is officially here for me, I wasn't prepared. Yeah, I need, I need to go see, like, my therapist. <laughs> I tell you what, Motsy and I having
0: some uh, some great conversation off the microphones. You guys this really missed it.
1: Yeah. All awesome, right. awesome combos.
0: No time to waste, though, because we are pressed up against it here and kind enough to call an audible and join us a half an hour later than he was supposed to. It's our good buddy, Chris Carter. You know him from everywhere. You hear him here on SNR. You see his beautiful mug on WPXI, uh, the Locked on Steelers podcast, DK, Pittsburgh Sports, CC. You got us all right, buddy? How we doing?
2: I'm doing great, man. How you? Well, you know. Life <laughs> life is. <at, ooh. laughs> I'm going to
1: just laugh. That's what I'm going to do because, yeah, I- I'm glad if everything here, I'm, y'all probably are good. There was no audio in here, but we are here now. Literally. Life is
0: but a dream. <laughs> So how you doing? You don't want to
1: know. You don't want to know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, I'll leave it up to you because you're probably in, you know, you're probably a little bit of a better headspace than I am right now. All right. Uh, What do you want to talk about first? The crazy weekend that was the divisional round or Keith Butler and defensive coordinator decisions.
2: Oh, we got, we got to lead off with the freshest of the fresh and that's this crazy weekend. I mean, guys, like, you know, I was, I was just fried after all of that, man. And the NFL, it always wins it's it's like the house it's like the casino it yes. always makes money no matter who <laughs> i it, mean it, it's just like, like, look, at, look, look at yesterday. I mean, you see – you're thinking Tom Brady. If he comes back and actually pulls this off, it's, it's another amazing story in his thing. And everyone who loves Brady – and everyone will talk about Brady. Skip Bayless will talk about Brady. Everyone's going to be Brady, Brady, Brady. Oh, he loses? Guess what? Everyone's going to say, man, he almost did it. And what about the Rams? And look at them and Aaron Donald. And then you get the, the Bills and Chiefs game. and just whoever wins that coin toss, we don't care. Because whoever does win, we're going to be talking about them all the time. It's just amazing. It's just it, it, again, it's the it's the amazing thing that the NFL does. You could you could sit you could sit me at the top of the NFL. I could have Roger Goodell's job, and it would make the same amount of money that it always does. I think
0: that's well said. You know, like Chris Carter, he would do Roger Goodell's job for much cheaper. I would, I as, well, would too, as well too. Much yeah. cheaper. Much cheaper. Much
2: cheaper. I don't need a private plane.
0: Yeah, Chris, no, certainly a crazy day yesterday, crazy weekend overall, every single game coming down to the wire, uh, winner being decided on the last play of every single game. I guess technically, right, the winner is decided on the last play of every single game. Technically, but, but the you, clock stops. But and... you, get what, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Technically. It was the last play that won the game, literally, the and less. figuratively, yeah, y- yeah, yeah. You, you get where I'm <laughs> going with this one, uh, Chris. I think though the the biggest thing, you know, when when you turn on. Wherever you get your football news today, if you go, e- like Nash from a national perspective, NFL Network, Good Morning Football, ESPN, anywhere and everywhere in between. Everyone's talking about overtime today and is is it fair and should the NFL change their overtime rules? This is what Moats and I were talking about before we got bounced off air there for about 40 minutes. Uh, give me your take on this whole thing because I know you like us, you're like I, I'm sure you've thought about this. We both kind of think it's, it's always overreactionary and easy to do on days like today, Um, but are are you one of these people who's sitting here this morning thinking, ah, the NFL really needs to change its uh, its overtime rules?
2: Look, I'm not saying it for the sake of the Bills or the Chiefs. I I do think it's hilarious that the Chiefs were the only team in the NFL – to vote last year to say, hey, let's change the overtime rules so both teams are guaranteed a chance to get the ball. And then here we are saying, oh, it's not fair if you give Patrick Mahomes the ball in overtime because then you're just going to lose. I, there's a bit of irony in that. But, I, you know, I, I, said it, I tweeted this out earlier. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here, you know, squirming and pounding the ground and saying, why, why wasn't Josh Allen given a chance with the ball? But I do think that in an, in an era – that it so specializes the game to offense, that that puts all the advantages in the hands of the offense, it would make sense to let both offenses get a chance to score. But not for just like the same sense, sense of fairness, but, all, but even more so because – Think about it. The NFL is—they don't care about safety. They don't care about logistics. They just want what makes more money. And are you telling me that if we had another hour of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes scoring back and forth until one of them didn't, that they, the NFL would have killed in ratings, and NFL would have would have kept going more and more and getting more commercials and more money out of that? I just think it just makes more sense. You give you give when you when you have so many more talented quarterbacks in the NFL today. Give them more chances to show how elite they are. Because, you know, I, I get the feeling from fans. They're like, oh, wait, wait a minute, but it's not Josh Allen's fault that he didn't get a chance there. Now, I will say this, and most of you will probably agree with me on this. The Bills need to be able to stop a team from getting a field goal range in 13 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I said from the jump, uh, my, my, play, my thing was forget the squib kick. I don't care about a squib kick. Kick it deep. If they, if they call a defense where I'm <laughs> going to just rush one guy, I'm going to tell five cornerbacks, all you do is you press those receivers so Patrick Mahomes can't throw a pass in two seconds, and then it gets 10 yards. And then I'll have the other five guys, you're just playing 40 yards off the ball. While they press, you make sure that they, they, we can't get beat deep. And then you have either Patrick Mahomes, he holds on to the ball and kills half the, half the time or all of the time, or he forces the most impossible pass, and then it's like, you know what, I'll take those off. If only that
1: could have occurred. But I digress. I'm not going down that rabbit hole today. I am not. But what I did want to ask you, though, um, something about you, what you were talking about with the overtime rules. Um, I know you were saying that, in a sense, they can be a little archaic and more so that with the offenses geared and the rules geared to uh, the way they are, that you know they should be able to go back and forth and just continue on playing because health and safety really isn't at the forefront. But my – concern or my question would be this where do we draw that line because you know once it goes from both quarterbacks you get a chance to get the ball then it's well this guy got two chances to get the ball so should he get two chances should they just play a whole another quarter And then when we do start to see some of the more physically demanding players in terms of the positions that they play, linebackers, running backs, wide receivers, they will have the ramifications that following week. Quarterbacks don't because quarterbacks, we know, they're the prom kings. You can't touch them. If You (laughs) you notice now anytime a quarterback gets hit just a a little bit rough, everybody's like, oh, is there a flag? Is there a flag? So it doesn't affect them the way it's going to affect everyone else. So my question is, you would see a difference in the quality of play if these overtime rules were to be changed to more of like the collegiate style where you could just keep going back and forth, back and forth. So with that understanding, would that change your opinion on it either? Or would you still feel that, hey, man, I don't care about any of that following week stuff. In the moment, I just want to see these guys play till somebody
2: can't go anymore. I I do think there needs to be some sort of limit, you know, because uh, like that's why the NHL goes to shootouts in the regular season because they don't want to kill the players with unlimited overtime of, you know, of playing just 15-minute period, 20-minute periods, however long NHL overtime are. Uh, but, but point, 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 point being – I, I hear you out. Like, like that is absolutely a concern there. But I, I, again, I, if I'm the NFL, I I just made my season another week long when players are getting hurt yeah. each and every week. Seriously. Why do I care yeah. about your your health and safety? <laughs> you kidding me? Like, if I'm the NFL, I'm like, go back out there and make me some money. Like, that's that's what I <laughs> that's what I would say. But but I think there's an easier easier situation than that. Instead of trying to play, because some people are suggesting fifteen minute. 50 minutes of just straight play at the end of that. You like soccer style.
0: That. Yeah, play the full period. Yeah. Bro,
2: that's to be all <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to say the completely unpopular thing right here and now. Do it. Go with college rules. Maybe move them back farther back than 25 yards, but give both teams the ball at the 50 and let them have at it. And whoever scores a touchdown, if you score a touchdown, if the other team scores a touchdown, they have the chance to go for two, whatever. It would it, it, that would guarantee both offenses and defenses are getting the same equal amount of chances to win and lose the game in overtime, and you're going back and forth. And then if you know what, after two or three times, it gets crazy. It's two point conversion times, baby. And then it's Penn State Illinois all over again.
1: <laughs> I love that kind of maybe. But see, this is my 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 issue with that: is overtime <laughs> meant to be fair? Or is overtime meant I'm to end it, the No, it's game? not.
0: It's meant to find a winner. <laughs> right, because it's, it's yeah. like,
1: man, you right. have four quarters, so all of the, oh, back and forth, <laughs> they should get a chance, they should get a chance, so we're so we going to act like all these ten possessions that both teams have for four quarters doesn't matter anymore? Like, that's why, for me, when we talk NFL rules, overtime, I'm never, I guess, like, hating them because I understand it's just to end it. Because otherwise, man— it's already hard enough going from a regular four-quarter game yeah. and getting prepared for the following that's, week.
0: That's where I'm at, too. Yep. And
1: college-wise, I rosters. I mean, you know the numbers. College-wise, you're looking at 90 kids on a roster. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, in the NFL, it's 45, 46 on a game day. And that includes kicker, long snapper, backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you really don't have the luxury. The bodies. Yeah, like that, man. I'm just thinking to myself, like, I've had seasons where we played three overtime games.
0: And they went, like you know deep, deep into, into it and we're like
1: man you feel that
0: yeah that no that's that's yeah. that's where I'm at too chris i just for me it's and you know what you brought you you brought up the hockey example and i think that plays in this conversation too everybody always does that with like the world cup as well too right oh man it goes into shootouts like that's not fair it's not supposed to be fair you, football She's games. End it, football, Yeah, football games now, man. Like they're, they're three, three-and-a-half-hour-long affairs. You have enough time. When we get to overtime, I, I'm, I'm just not concerned about fair. I'm concerned about finding a winner. I, it sucks. It's heartbreaking for Buffalo, man. And I am. People would be they still be playing right now. Uh, and, and, and
1: they would be. It would be it'd like,
2: 247 like, to 244,
0: man. and somebody be getting ready to kick a field t- goal. Talk, talk, about, talk
1: about, look at these quarterbacks just <laughs> doing it all. Everybody else banged up. Everybody else limping. Can't walk, can't read. Quarterback's fine though. Hey, hey, hey. Watch the quarterbacks though, guys. Watch them. It's like, man, y'all got to stop <laughs> this nonsense, man. Hey, 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 look, if y'all want to change the overtime rules, we'll make it where we can hit quarterbacks all the way, too, so they can fully feel there we go.
0: The, the full ramifications or of the game. Or if we're so yeah, concerned right? about we the we just have a quarterback skill challenge for <laughs> overtime instead. Boom. Yeah,
1: there you go. Whoa, there, <laughs> there you, you go. go. Now, now there we're
0: getting
1: galaxy brain here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hit, hit the goal. hit the crossbar from 40 <laughs> yards well, out. Well, you start at like 20 yards out, in and the then you back until Yeah, yeah, do that route, man. Heck yeah. Ooh,
0: maybe like Stephon, you have each quarterback try and tackle a fan Something, who goes out yeah, on the field man. trying to streak. And, you
2: know, see who has the better technique out there. Chris but, Carter. but again, this is it's these things that like that's why I'm not I'm not sitting here pounding the table saying you have to change the rules. I just, think, I just think if you're the NFL, I'm, I'm thinking. Wait a second, I can charge. What if we, what if we could just make like quintuple the money in, in, in overtime with ads? And, like, what if we just extend overtime? What if we make it longer? And, and, and like, I'm, not, again, I'm not thinking. Like, the fairness part is like a man. Like the, the the fan of football, I me mean, does want to see Josh Allen get a chance to answer Patrick Mahomes there. But also, I'm sitting there like, you know what? You could your defense could have stopped him with 13 yeah. seconds left on the clock. Like I I, I don't boo hoo for Buffalo. I my, my thing is just Josh Allen put in an amazing performance, and that's a tough way to go out. But hey, them's the berries. That's the NFL, baby. It's, it, life ain't fair, and that's part that's part of the equation there. I'm I'm speaking when I'm talking about changing the overtime rules. It's purely from a NFL looking at it, how could I make more entertainment Correct. Yeah. yeah, right
1: now I mean when you talk about it that way no it definitely makes a lot of sense man 100% there and I also like this man before I, I know we want to go somewhere else with the conversation but I'm just thinking about these no, divisional rounds and I'm just like man I also like how it's putting the onus on all three phases we mm. talk about yes. you know oh man it's a coin flip it's more than that like you said we, just in this conversation right here, we've talked about defense and we've talked about special teams. And in both instances, you could point to where it was either a lack of preparedness. It was either, you know, malpractice by them where there's coaching staff. But either way, you see the significance of it. We talked about the Green Bay game and how they lost behind special teams as well. So you can see how it shows that, hey, man, it's more than just a quarterback game. It's more than just one player or one particular unit. You have to be multifaceted, and I do like that because I feel like it continues to make other parts of football still relevant because otherwise we'll get to the point where – you don't need to have a defense out there. You don't need to have a sports team unit out there because we only want to see one particular thing over and over and over again. And I think that that will make it watered down because if that was the case, mm. everybody would just watch Big 12 football all the time, right? If all, <laughs> oh, like, there like, he is. Not, not even taking a shot at W, I promise. But just in the sense of, like, people want parity. They want defense at times. They want supposed oh, teams sure. at times. Do they oh, want I their agree. quarterbacks to look good? Sure, but they still want some of that. We get hype when we'll block a point, right? But those are some of the things that I feel get lost at times until yes. it's moments like this, until it's these type of games where it's you
0: can see the impact of them. I, I think that's well said. I, I do. Chris Carter is our guest here on the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Chris, Tom
2: Brady going to retire? don't do it don't do it west i I care about you (laughs) like like i don't i'm never saying that that man's gonna retire that man's done ever again i've been saying this for like eight years and now he's done this is the year man this is the year Listen, man, I, I've been have been saying that for a while. whether win or lose, like when he went out on top, when he got his fifth Super Bowl ring, I'm like, all right, now he's got to be satisfied, right? He got his sixth Super Bowl ring, okay, now he's satisfied, right? He got his seventh Super Bowl ring, all right, now he has to be satisfied. No, he keeps coming back, and then we lost to the Titans the one year in the playoffs. I was like, okay, now he's done, right? Now he wants to go and prove. I, I, I don't, I, I, am never betting betting against Tom Brady coming back <laughs> and get back out and getting another shot. And by the way, by the way, I will say. Sometimes it has nothing to do with Tom Brady because I'm going into that game and seeing, I'm seeing them up 27 to three, and I'm like, man, the Patriots. Have, excuse me, the Patriots. See, this is what he's done. To <laughs> this is what Tom to The Buccaneers have them right where they want them to be because you look at that. I even called it like, like right before the the Rams' last possession before the the they the, the, the Bucks tied it up. I said, here comes another fumble. It's coming. Watch. It's it's coming. And here you go, Benny. They fumble right in town space, because this is what this is what to, always happens for Tom Brady, and maybe this is part of his legend is that that uh, He he has sold his soul to get everything to his way in football. But <laughs> yes, my goodness. Four fumbles. I mean, the pick he throws at the, end of, at the end of the first half. And then you, you Cam Akers fumbles while it, his well, just a second before his head hits the ground. Then Cooper Cup fumbles. Then yeah, snaps. it was not nice, It doesn't see the snap. It's, unbe- it's unbelievable. What, what is this? It, it's crazy. But uh, I, for that reason, I don't think Tom's necessarily done. I, I, I think if he wants to, he can come back. Because here's the thing. They had in, they had several injuries slash AB going crazy that took away some of the strength of this team. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you were, if if Chris Godwin's in that game, I think it it might be a little bit different in the game. If, if Antonio Brown's in that game, I think it's a little different. And if you go into next year knowing hey Chris Godwin maybe he's back maybe maybe not. It also depends if Tom sees that the Buccaneers can't reload and keep up the talent that they had this year, then he's gonna be like all right yeah I don't need to go through that again. <laughs> uh, but I, I do think if it's going to be a matter of the front office getting some work done for the Buccaneers and saying, "Hey, who can we pair with Tom Brady for another year?" Um, and, and see, you know, the money that they gave to AB and the the invest, the the hope that they placed in him being able to play. Where else can they put that on the team? That to me will be the determining factor. Uh, to, to me, Tom has nothing left, left nothing left to prove. But I, I've thought that for a few years now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you and me both.
1: Now, speaking of, you know retirement talk.
0: Oh, there we go. Nice transition. I, I guess baby. we gotta talk about the elephant
1: in their room. We did have uh the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive coordinator Keith Butler officially announced his retirement. Just a, uh, what's your reaction to that, man? Your thoughts on, you know, this particular move by him.
2: Um I you know it was kind of expected. We you know we, we heard we heard some rumblings about it and you know the way Mike Tomlin said, I'm optimistic about Matt Canada and then it was asked about Keith Butler, he was like, uh, 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 "We'll talk about that." And I was like, "Okay, well, that's that's pretty telling." Uh, but I mean, you also look at Keith Butler; he's had a heck of a career. Sixty-five. You know, he's been with the organization for you know pretty much as long as Ben Roethlisberger. He's been he's a linebackers coach. He's coached several amazing linebackers. He got to he got to get his years succeeding uh, Keith Butler. Uh, Keith Butler, excuse me, Dick LeBeau. Um, be, you know being the defensive coordinator, even if even if he wasn't calling the plays, even if all that, you know, he still got to be the guy that was at the head of the, the defense, um, you know, for you know, and, and had some elite years. But I, I do think the Steelers, it would behoove them to find maybe a more innovative mind going forward to say, hey, let's add these tweaks to the game. Because I mean at the same at the same time, we know Mike Tomlin's still gonna be heavily involved in whatever the defense does. Um I, I think it's just gonna be a matter of who can they um um, you know, who can they be, you know, focus who who can they who can they bring in that's going to maybe add some extra layers. It, it may just be a matter of promoting promoting Terrell Austin to say, hey, you know what? Since he joined the team, the the, the, the team has been creating more turnovers. The secondary has been better at doing that. Maybe the second, maybe you want a coach that a defensive coach that can prime up more opportunities like that. But you know, for Keith Butler, it's a, you know, if you're a Steelers fan, you should salute his service. I know some Steelers fans hate him because they hate all coordinators that don't win Super Bowls. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, but you know, I think he, he did a heck of a job for his time in Pittsburgh. Um, but but I definitely see the writing on the wall that says, Hey, you know what, might need a younger face or just someone else to, to change things up yes. and what the Steelers are trying to prepare to do. I'm very intrigued. See what they're doing. I know that they, inter- they they set up. They asked to interview Patrick Graham from the Giants.
1: Yeah. Now, with that being said, um something you alluded to in terms of uh, Coach Tomlin obviously having a hand in the defense. What do you make of you know some of Steeler Nation having concerns that because he has that you know defensive prowess and people know that he's going to have his hand on it that that could impact the quality of coordinators that we could bring in because they might want to run their defense their way without having to deal with you know coach tomlin's having such a
2: a heavy impact what do you
1: say what do you make of that
2: i I think there may be a little bit of weighing that but also if i could be if if, i think of it this way if i could be the defensive coordinator that works with arguably the best defensive player in football and tj watt and then arguably the best safety in football and Minka Fitzpatrick and still having players like Cam Hayward on, on my team and, and Stephon Tewitt maybe coming back and, you know, all the things. I, I would take those problems. I'd say, you know what, if I don't get to call the plays, that's fine, but I'm going to be working with these guys. And if this defense happens to you know be top 10 again, top five again, that's going to put my name in the head coaching thing. Because everyone's going to say, look at that coordinator over there. Look at that defense. That's, he's the defensive coordinator. I, I think that can get neutralized hmm. out just by, looking at you know the, the the players on the roster people would be able to Work, work with that. Um, I, I also don't think the Steelers need a grand change in defensive philosophy. I mean, this was a year where, where they lost two thirds of the defensive line they thought would, was going to be one of the best defensive lines, if not the best defensive line in football. And that had an obvious impact on the ground game. You also didn't see Devin Bush really return to form. You also didn't, you, you also had to, you know, you had to go and get a, try to get Joe Schobert to try to help fill things out at linebacker, and that didn't work out the way that you hoped. So you know, maybe next year with the, all the money they're going to have in free agency, maybe they go and get another corner. Maybe they make sure, maybe they make sure that they're going to be healthy at the defensive line. Maybe they get another linebacker to pair with Devin Bush. And you go into that and you say, you know what? Whatever defensive coordinator is, you don't have to do too many tweaks to this system because we've seen when it's healthy and they address the positions, it's one of the better ones in the NFL. Hmm. I don't think it needs to be changed too much. They just need to get the right pieces. To, to glue the big superstars together. And I think this group will be back on top. So for that reason, uh, uh, Motes, I don't think it's that it should, it will be that hard to get whoever they really want at the defensive coordinator spot.
0: Just another layer to uh, what is certainly the most intriguing off season for the Pittsburgh Steelers in a long time. Chris Carter, our good friend of the show, good friend in real life. You make sure uh, to check out all of his work because I mean, Motes, this guy's everywhere. I, I mean, he is everywhere. P- a- WPXI. You hear him here on SNR with us all the time, and you'll be doing that throughout the off season, through training camp, all those different things. DK Pittsburgh Sports, the Locked On Steelers podcast. You, you could catch him running across the, the West End Bridge That's right. as well. I like, mean, yeah, he does it all, man. Like like Forrest Gump out here. Uh, Chris, buddy, as always, great stuff. We always appreciate talking to you. We'll keep this going as a regular thing, and, and thanks again for, for being flexible and, and waiting a half an hour for us and calling the Audible. We really appreciate you, man. Thank you.
2: Anytime, man. You know, you guys ever call, I'll just be like, hey, whose car are we taking? Whose car are we taking? <laughs> there he goes. Chris, we're going to hurt some people. Scoo-scoo. You can't
0: ask me about it ever again. Whose car are we taking? There Chris Carter, the best in the business, baby. Love uh, catching up with that guy. And, and we'll be having him on, I think, just about every single I mean, Monday. That's, that's the Migos right there, man. You know <laughs> how we get it in. None of us Scoo-scoo. are getting left off of uh, bad and bougie, though, Mm-mm. around these parts. Arthur Motes, all right, so we've been thrown into chaos, right? You know, normally we have three half-an-hour segments. We get out of here about 1.30-ish, That right? is correct, yes. We were thrown off today. So here's here's what I propose. Uh-oh. Let's take like a quick, I'm talking a 90-second break here. Okay. Then we'll come back and we'll hit the tweets and then we'll get out of here. Sounds does like a does plan Does that to sound me. good to you? Sounds good to me. All right, last chance to get them in, you knuckleheads. At Wesley Uller at the Body 52. Duh. Bye. We'll get to your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions on the other side to wrap up a crazy day here on the show. (laughs) Oh, it's the Steelers Blitz
2: on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
0: Wrapping things up here on a bizarre Monday. I mean, I guess all Mondays are a little bizarre in their own way, but um, thanks to those of you who have been rocking and rolling with us through the issues. If you're listening back on the podcast uh, later on today or throughout the week or whenever tomorrow, you'll notice it's a little different. Um Again, we, unique. we had some issues in our studios today. We got knocked off air for a while, and Moats has other engagements, as he always d- does. I have a daughter that I have to pick up from childcare, So, unfortunately, uh, we can't stay longer to make up for that time. So, a little bit shorter show today, shorter podcast, all those things. But we appreciate you guys for understanding and rock and rolling with us, as always. And a reminder, when are... in doubt, just blame the Patriots, blame Tom Brady. All right, exactly. when in doubt. You just blame the NFL rules. There I mean, we go. you know, it's it's it's, it's the NFL rules' fault yeah. that we got knocked off the air. Overtime. Uh, blame the overtime. <laughs> Arthur boats we will do a little, little overtime here as we'll just get to the tweets before we get at w- Real quick, before I get to the tweets. Yeah, what's up, man? Because you and I, we got in here this morning. We were all, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, no, I think no, no, is what no, they no. say. no, no, We
1: weren't bright-eyed. You were bright-eyed. Oh, that's true. I was in mourning.
0: That's true, yes. I was grieving, yes. Because, or, you know. Because all my teams were officially out. Ah. All. On my team. Uh, just remember, yeah. folks. You know, I got I got skewered. Mm-hmm. I got skewered. Yeah, rightfully where, so. This guy, you know, Buffalo so, Bills gear. You know, you know, yeah. You look at my closet. Only uh-huh. only one color for NFL team. Just a black and gold, bummer. Mm hmm. Motsy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you and I had all these lovely things that we wanted to talk about before the show got thrown into chaos. I didn't want to talk to you at all today. Before- well, that's true. You just wanted to. You just wanted to stay in bed, and watch anything but sports content. I'm actually glad that you think you're, you thought this was an accident. You're avoiding like ESPN and the NFL Network for you, like the you, next three days, you aren't thought you? Thought this accidentally happened today. See, <laughs> so you did that. You pulled
1: the I, cord out of my desk. I'm up ESPN six you, in the morning. We ain't talking about the Buffalo Bills. Oh no, we ain't gonna do that
0: today, guys. <laughs> you seeking comfort is what you're telling me. <laughs> Before we go to the tweets. Was there anything that felt like we had to talk about today that we did? We talked about the overtime rules. We made some Tom Brady jokes. We talked about Keith Butler and, and the potential replacements and Terrell Austin. And I think the biggest thing was probably any, just uh, – Anything we forget?
1: Uh, I think the biggest thing was just probably um, talk about Patrick Graham a little bit because yeah. – uh, Carter did obviously allude to it that uh, the Steelers have officially requested an interview with Patrick Graham, who is the current defensive coordinator of the New York Giants. Yes, he's been there the past two years. Last year, he had an opportunity to interview for the Jets' head coaching spot. He turned that down. He said that you know he wasn't interested in it. And uh, from what I've seen with him, he comes from under the Belichick, the Bill Belichick tree in terms of uh, he got his coaching start professionally. In 2009, he was up there with the Patriots as a linebackers coach and obviously worked his way through the rankings. But um, not a ton of DC
0: coordinator in yeah, terms are, of like. Are you surprised that some of these bigger names yes. like Vic Fangio? Right, right. Like, like your buddy Wink Martindale. Yeah,
1: like I see those haven't guys, been mentioned. And I was a little surprised, but for Vic, I can understand partly because if Keith Butler just retired at 65, they're going, Vic is 63. So. I mean, you might be asking yourself, well, hey, do I want to commit to somebody that old? With Wink Martindale, obviously he's in his 50s. I think he's 52, 53 years old. But with him, it could just be the simple case of, well, you know, he's from the division. Maybe Mm -hmm. we want to see if we can get something else first before we go that route. Even though I don't think that is a deal breaker because Terrell Austin, when they picked him up, he was coming right from Cincinnati. So that was never a deal breaker in that regard. So with that, though, with Patrick Graham, I mean, the fact that he's outside blood, I'm interested in. The fact that he's already received head coaching Mm -hmm. uh, interest. Consideration, yeah. Consideration I'm interested in because another thing that we've talked about and criticized the Steelers coaching staff for is not really having a – a uh, 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 next in line, an uh, heir to the throne for Coach Simon currently in-house, whereas you look at other teams and we can say, well, hey, they've got this guy groomed. Hey, sure. you see this guy, this guy's groomed. The way sure. we talk about Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt, well, hey, they got two guys groomed for that, but we can't really sit here and say, hey, if Coach Solomon were to step away, who would we promote from within and feel confident about? correct. So it's at least good to see, okay, we're talking to guys who are already in that vein of coaching. So I do think that that part is intriguing, just to at least have his concepts be bounced off, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of we know we're going to interview Terrell Austin. We know we like to promote within. He's probably a favorite for the job solely because of that. Yeah. But it's at least good to hear that, hey, we're going to be, you know, at least listening to somebody that can, you know, not I don't think that he can hold – Resume to resume with Terrell Austin, but in the current sense, him receiving head coaching consideration, I think does make him a lot more intriguing in this process.
0: I think that's well said by you, and I'm uh, I'm glad you went there. You know, because that did deserve some uh, some time here before we get to the tweets. Yeah, I just felt like you know we can give him a little bit of that. Absolutely. No, that that'll be something to keep an eye on. Got to. Am am I wrong in saying that they they not that they're in a rush. But th- this is one of those things, you know, you, you probably want to get this defensive coordinator situation figured out as quickly as possible before you start getting into the combine and a lot of this process.
1: Yeah, because the situation is this. If you bring in a 4 3 coach, oh. but you got 3 4 personnel. think about that. Now you got to start adjusting how you draft, adjusting your free agency guys in terms of who you're targeting, and also self evaluating and seeing hey, can a guy, you know, like TJ Watt, who plays 3 4 outside linebacker, but in sub ball is a DN do you think he can hold up hmm. for four quarters playing D and sure. techniques because sure. they are very different speaking from experience sure. than a guy who's playing the four three is not as, Oh man. Well, yeah. TJ rushed the pass on four on third. That'd be the same concept. Nah, now you're playing five techniques, a lot more seven techniques, a lot more hand to hand, big body. And you don't have the, the, Lever or you don't you don't have the flexibility to use some of that width that we see TJ and Highsmith and all the stiller linebackers. We play you bend. know we we're gonna play with a lot of space out there because we want to get those guys chasing us, whereas in a four-three you can't do that because now you put a bigger void in running game situations. So that's stuff that you would have to figure out ahead of time. So I do think that they're gonna want to get this done a lot sooner rather than later. I think they have more time with the GM search than they do yes, yes. with this element because this is definitely going to be something that we can see right yeah. now. Whereas the GM part, since Kevin Colbert is going to take it up through the draft, we really, I feel like, won't feel the impact of the new GM until probably, you know, if there's a trade or something like that happening during season, we won't really feel it until the following season where now they get to make the personal decisions 100%. They get to decide the players that they're drafting and things like that.
0: And Yeah, and you know what, too, because you're going to need whoever the next defensive coordinator is, they should obviously have input on the, hey, what do you want to do with Joe Hayden conversation? Yeah, what do you want to do with Witherspoon? What do you want to do with Edmonds? These conversations that we've had, they should have input on that as yeah. well, too, and you're going to need to give them some time. Because there's
1: record. nothing worse than, you know,
0: you're the GM right now. You sign this
1: guy who is aging or question mark if he can't do it, you sign into a long deal with a lot of paper and I take over after you and I have to bear that contract and everything that comes with it even if it's more bad than good, and I'm essentially going to be on the hook for that, even though you made that deal. Yeah, 100%, I'm with you. You want both of those GMs or whoever the new GM will be to at least have some type of involvement with those.
0: Yes, sir. All right, Muncie, what do you say we go to the tweets here? I guess we can give them a little something. All right. And, of course, my computer is freezing up. Yeah, It's just been that kind of day. I mean, wh- 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 this is what we should expect. It's just been. I had a tweet up here from Thrash. Hold on. And... Now it's, is it gone? Wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm getting the click wheel. Hold, wait a minute. Uh, wait, wait a second. Oh. Could it be? Ha ha! Wait, is this the is this the one? I, 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 I don't know. All right, we're going somewhere else here. We're going to, I you, this is just not our day. <laughs> we are
1: going to go somewhere else. Don't worry about it, May guys. tweets
0: us and says, regarding overtime rules, um, would fans still complain if the Bills defense forced a turnover uh, and scored a defensive touchdown.
1: No, no they, they would, would not. not.
0: Football is a team sport. It's not all about the offense. Whatever, whatever happened to defense wins championships. I do feel bad for the Bills, though. That's I think that's very well said, May. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, they don't I'm have with to be
1: mutually exclusive. You can feel bad for the Bills yeah. and still not and feel not like the overtime change the rules want to be changed. That's where
0: I'm at. Yeah, no. the, again, it's not supposed Life isn't fair, Arthur Motes. Why should overtime be fair? We're not looking for fair. It's looking to finish. <laughs> I retweets us now. This is a good one. Problems with the new studio make me feel like it's going to uh, show how life after Ben Roethlisberger is going to be for the Steelers. <laughs> it gets rough.
1: Rough. It gets real rough.
0: Oh, Let's see here. Our buddy Steeler Cop. Steeler Cop. He's always keeping an eye on us. You better watch yourself, cousin. I was about to say, seriously, man, I, I paid my parking tickets. Wes and Arthur, uh, with the Steelers' first-round pick in the NFL draft, would you rather go player of positional need or best player available?
1: Um. I feel like right now we're not in a situation to just solely go best player available because we do have a good amount of holes. Um, (sighs) But I would definitely want, I would have to to, uh, prioritize the position that I think would need to be addressed the most because best player available could get you in a situation where we don't technically need a wide receiver right now. But if the wide receiver is the best player available while we're picking at 20, then you take them. Now we're kind of like, ah, oh, we didn't really need that. We really could have went old line, but it might have been a right. reach for right. that old lineman. So that's my only, you know, situation with that. But yeah, I would definitely have to just figure out: Do I think I need a center or a guard more than a inside linebacker more than a defensive quarterback? back? Yeah, yeah. And, and then looking at the personnel
0: in this draft that's coming out, and that's kind of how I would take that approach. But Cause every every draft class has their stronger position yeah. groups and their lesser. You got to balance that into yeah. the equation as well. Too. But I'm wouldn't. i
1: kind of cool on best player available right now because I do feel like they drafted that approach last year. And it was cool in the sense if you get Najee and Pat and we don't regret those picks because they definitely had an impact, but we still could see where we had some holes that really didn't get addressed. And part of that is when you take that approach of best player available versus saying, hey, we have to address this need. It can get you in situations
0: like this. Agreed. Steeler Nation 920 tweets us and says these fans are seeking comfort. The overtime rules are the overtime rules.
1: It's that simple, baby. Hey, Agreed. Hey, we 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 changed it a little bit. At first, they could kick a field goal to win it. Now you got to score a touchdown. I mean, what more you want? Next is gonna be you got to score two touchdowns. Then this overtime is overtime's over. Life ain't fair. Like, come on, man.
0: And I just again these. These games are three, three and a half hours long already. Do you really want them to be? Do we want this to turn into baseball where it's a four-hour affair? I don't. I don't want to speak for you, Arthur Motz, but I don't. I don't. I love football. I don't need four-hour games.
1: Speaking from the way my body feels, and I haven't had to play that, all that type of stuff, yeah, I definitely
0: don't. For for, for my younger generation. I love Star Wars. I love Marvel. I don't need those movies to be four hours long. Yeah. I'm good with two and a half, three. It's the reason
1: why I don't watch the Titanic multiple times.
0: Well, that's just because it makes you tear up at the end. Thrash tweets us. Here I've it is. I found it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's wrong with tears? You, you yeah. see young Leo sinking to the bottom. How does absolutely, it not tug at your man. heartstrings? That was so, what you, you you're a psychopath if you don't get sad. Here's the tweet from Thrash. Do the losses to the Bengals now not feel as bad that they are in the AFC championship, or is it still pretty bad?
1: Um, to me, I think it's still pretty bad because it just reminds you of what's to come. Joe yeah. Burrow is on a rookie deal. Jamar Chase is on yep. a rookie deal. That yep. defense is very young. Yep. And yeah, we are at the, you know, the the <laughs> the crossroads right here of where are we going to go next? Quarterback situation. I mean, we have a lot more questions, so to me, yeah, I think it makes it a little worse because we see how talented they are. I mean, imagine they actually go to the Super Bowl this year, which isn't out of the frame. Like They're one game away, and they are fully loaded in terms of, Mm -hmm. you know, who they are. And they've already beaten this team late in the year. And, in fact, one of the only teams to beat this team with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid since they've been there together. So, I mean, to me, yeah, this is just one of those reminders of, better, we better get our act together and in a hurry.
0: Mm -hmm. Teddy tweets us. What's up, Cousins? Now that we are transitioning back into the offseason conversation, I'm going to bring back Steelers trivia. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, I remember this. Here we go. He says he mm. wants to know from me, how many sacks did Arthur Bartholomew Motes register mm-hmm. while playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Four, four years. Mm-hmm. Law of averages here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 17 and a half. You were close. was it you know- 16. Really? Yeah,
1: I
2: was pretty close.
0: Sixteen, because yeah, it was. I'm, like, a, I'm glad you know that number off the top yeah, of your head. Yeah, it was too. like
1: it was four, four. What was it? Four, 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 or four, four, three and a half. And then like. Four and then it had like another half, half. Or five and a half. Yeah. yeah, it was like weird like that, but it was around was like close. sixteen.
0: Yeah, I was pretty close. All right, let's refresh here one more time, and see what we got. Um, da da da. Cuban Dan tweets us, and says we got two tweets actually about uh Carter's um reference there of the t- that, that that whose car are we taking is, ah, is a line yes, from, from the yes. movie The Town. Wallace says, uh, love Carter dropping the quote from the town. Cuba Dan says, uh, Chris Carter just gained all my respect with whose car we got to take. Hey, that movie's so hard, bro. I love that movie. I need your help. We're gonna hurt some people. You, you can't, can't ask me any questions <laughs> and we're never gonna talk about it again. Whose car are we taking? <laughs> whose car <are> we take it. <laughs> and Cuba Dan also says, why can't the overtime rules um be more level in terms of each team getting an equal chance just for the playoffs. See, and again, in theory, like, I don't hate these things from the entertainment perspective, but but Dan, my question for you would be, do you really want the NFL governed differently from the regular season to the postseason? Because I don't. I don't either. I feel like we already have too much gray area or too much...
1: Just situational style rules and calls that, yeah, I don't want any more of that, A lot of the
0: dudes in the league didn't even know that you could tie games until their team ties a game. Which is nuts. Yes. I would rather get rid of ties first than I would want to change the. Agree. Like yeah. if we get to the end of an overtime and then let's have a field goal kickoff or something like that. Yeah, hey, what about that? There you go. Yeah,
1: everybody wants to win so bad. Everybody thinks everybody should get opportunities. I'd, it, I'd be ha- cool. have a field goal kickoff.
0: I. You know Skills what? Maybe challenge. maybe later on in the field we'll, goal challenge. we'll have to I'll have to put up a poll one of these days for the show. What would you rather ch- do away with ties or do away with one touchdown and overtime can win it?
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. I think most people would rather do away with ties. Yeah. Now, obviously, you can't have ties in the playoffs, but you know, you see where I'm going with this. Keith tweets us and says, "A lot of excuses today. JV performance, and you're skipping out early on us. Hold on, we're not. We're doing overtime actually, right now. This is definitely overtime. And, 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 listen, and in fact, this is like
1: college overtime because I was over here first possession wins, and I dropped my quotes. So I was actually about to leave,
0: <laughs> but I, also, I, I, Keith, I'll entertain
1: these college overtime rules. Today. You know,
0: this is a lot like Arthur Modes. I mean, if, if you know." If you and I are uh, in a taxi or an Uber, mm-hmm. and our driver gets in an accident, oh, I mean, we're not driving the car. Yeah, we also should say transparency, big virtue of this show right here. I just totally stole an Adam Crowley line there. Moats and I have kind of been given the option to do a lot of this from home, but we. Couldn't do it live from home, mm-hmm. so we couldn't have your guys' phone calls and your ah, tweets and all that stuff. Ha, ha, ha,
1: ha.
0: So we could have the non issues and we Uh-oh. could seek comfort emotes, Uh-oh. and I could do this from our Uh-oh. closet y- at home. Y- y- Y'all, they got a man. Uh oh. But we <laughs> like to have the power grid involved. We like to have the megawatts <laughs> chiming in, so we want to do it came live. At the wrong, <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just joking around, Keith. Nah, I know, nah, I know, nah. you're just giving us. It's all, in, uh, it's always all in good fun. Remember, I've said before, Twitter isn't a real place. Don't take it, don't take yourself too it, it, seriously. This banter, it's all supposed to be fun.
1: Well, and remember this: every joke has some seriousness to it and some truth to it as well. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, what? Moving on, Javier <laughs> tweets us.
1: <laughs> oh boy, what? So just no. I could be at the crib. Gonna be laid up,
0: Bud Dupree style. <laughs> Y'all are wild. <laughs> I should just hit the commercial break. We should have gotten out of here on oh, that man. one. Laid up at the crib, Bud Dupree style. Yes, indeed. What you gonna do? <laughs> Javier tweets us and says, "If you had the choice, who would you uh, hire or promote as defensive coordinator?" See, I think I would go with, like, I wouldn't hate going with Terrell. I would have made a change on the offensive side of the staff, but I don't, like, I've got nothing against promoting Terrell Austin. Yeah, I mean, I can understand the
1: Terrell Austin element, especially if he's cool and working in tandem with Coach Tom, because that was how the situation was with Keith Butler. But, I mean, the other part of me says, man, I just want something different. You know, and, and that's kind of where I fall on that.
0: Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's just where outside I'm just eyeballs. It. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't even
1: care. Like it's not even like you said. It's not against yeah. Terrell Austin, and I'm yeah. sure he's. I mean, he's had success. We've talked
0: about that before. I just think for me right now,
1: I just think I want something new, man. That's all.
0: Completely agree. Speaking of something new, we got a new tweeter. See Jack bike. Uh oh. Like like cycling. Yeah. And oh, you but, know what? I d- welcome to the party, pal. Do, 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 you see what do, happens do, 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 do. when they move us on studios? It's cool. Or... I got you, bro. Right, uh, right. Hold on. Hold on. Come on, baby. Let's see if we can pull it up here real quick. There it is. Ha, 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 ha. I mean, Moe, am I a magician or am hey, I a magician?
1: It's all good, so apparently you ain't like mine. All right. Welcome to the
0: party, pal. <laughs> I just wanted to welcome him. You Official know, He,
1: does, Official he, he, welcome. he You're deserves right. You're just so, good, too. Was, I thought my gun... Bah, bah, bah.
0: Uh Jack says biggest takeaway from this weekend's games is mobile quarterback who can throw is such a key, you know, in today's NFL. Don't think Mason is that. Um Hey. I, I will say this though. Because that was a big topic of conversation yeah. over the week. Look at all these look at Burrow, look at Allen, look at Mahomes, and you got Justin Herbert and you got Lamar Jackson. Folks, I will say this. If you're watching last night and you're watching Josh Allen and yeah. you're watching Patrick Mahomes duke it out and you're saying, mm-hmm. oh man, we gotta get Good luck. Yeah. Because those – Joe Burrow, those Mm -hmm. guys don't grow on trees. You just had one for the last 18 years of Ben Roethlisberger. Welcome to the other side of the conversation. You get
1: seven of them. Every every year, seven of those guys in the league. And it's it's really hard to find one. Absolutely. Seven of those guys in the league. And look at how long it takes those teams to get those guys.
0: I I agree with the, you know, the mobility conversation that we've had. And if you're underwhelmed with Mason Rudolph, I'm certainly not going to try and talk you out of it. But also just be realistic – and, and you can't just, oh, we got to go out this offseason and find our Josh Allen. Uh, really? Good. Who's, Who's it going to be? Good, good luck. I saw that all over. Oh, my gosh. Joe Burrow's going to wreck the division for the next decade. We got to go out and find a guy who can compete with him this. this Okay. Well, is, is Russell Wilson going to get seven years younger and come, and come to Pittsburgh yeah, this summer? I, like, I don't know where you're finding that guy at right now. Definitely in this draft. No. And, you know, the way these things work out, maybe not in the next draft either. Because, no. again, those guys, it's tough. It's it's tough. Eric Mel is 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 with us. He said he'd rather go back to the old overtime, sudden death, where even a field goal can win. And he said you already had sixty minutes to get the W. Nah, just finish the game, man. I, 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 like I completely agree. It doesn't have to be fair. Just find me a winner. Just finish the game. Irie agrees with us too. Play defense. That's fair.
1: One hundred percent
0: fair. Arthur Motes. That's gonna do it for today. Oh, absolutely, baby, folks. I know we get repetitive. I know I say this or Arthur Motz says this every show, depending on who's hosting. But with the technology issues that we had today, all those things, you guys still rocking and rolling with us. We do, seriously. All of you who tweet us, even when you disagree with us, even when we disagree with you, even when there might be some fun-natured banter in there. We do truly appreciate the H-E double hockey sticks. For sure. Addie Yins. Big shout-out to our buddy Chris Carter for calling an audible and joining us a half an hour later than he was supposed to. Uh, big thanks to our fearless leader, Brian LaMartina, for, Shh, ain't that the for getting us back on the air. And as always, a big shout-out to the best co-host in the business, <laughs> Arthur Moats. That'll do it for us today. Next show is Wednesday. Motzi is off on Wednesday. We'll see what's going I'm trying. I? I, I, there's a, Carter might do the entire show with me All right, Strong was, possibility, we we'll figured figure it well, out though But we'll figure it out, I'll be back on Wednesday With a co-host, as always, you know where to find us Motsi will be back on Friday, heck, maybe I'll even let him host On Friday if hey. he wants to And uh, so yeah, so we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday Enjoy the the rest of your week Be safe out there, take care Out there, and as always on Wednesday, you know where to find us It's at High Noon on your 24-7 Helm of the Black and go! Steelers Nation Radio
2: There it is